Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to yet another episode of the Chef First podcast. There's a podcast where we gain insights, share experiences, and obtain motivation from peers in the various disciplines. And today we'll be joined by Masala Rita. So a little bit of background on who she is. Uh, she's a computer scientist with quite a few degrees on her hand. Um, so she obtained her master's in HCI security. She has an honors degree in digital forensics and a bachelor's in informatics and business admin. And uh, yeah, that's not all. She's also sort of a researcher in the child online protection. Uh, she's a vlogger, a vlogger, a digital designer. Um, she also hosts a podcast and she's a public speaker too. Yeah, and I get to finally catch my breath. Uh, hi, Marcella. Hi, Nathan. Well, that was a mouthful, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, how are you? Oh, everything is well in my world. And how are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, I got to say, at first, I think this is, this is like really inspirational and, you know, not to mention impressive, right? So first thing that came to mind is that either she must be sort of a whiz or probably a very dedicated individual, you know, because I had my first year of sort of juggling around with a few things, but you sort of managed to excel on them, which is it's just a bit crazy. But um, yeah, just before we get started, could you give us some of a background on, on yourself and you are? Well, I think you did that already. Uh, <laughs> Maybe all, all I can add is, I guess I'm a person with lots of layers. I'm like an onion. So I'm not just, you know, in the tech industry and that's it. It's that thing of, I want to explore and I want to do everything and I want to know how everything works. So yeah, and yeah. that is why I managed to to have multiple degrees in various industries or yeah, various fields and manage to finish all of them because I believe that it is not about, um, you know, how smart you are, but it is about that grit of finishing what you started. Yeah. And that was very much grilled into me since I was a little girl. It's like, I remembered going to a concert and I was so nervous that I started to cry. But oh. my mom said, you did so well because you finished the whole song, although oh. tears were you know, rolling down your face. And she said, that's great, my darling, because this means you are a person who is resilient. In any situation, you will always finish what you started. So being grilled like that, I guess that is what made me, or that's why I'm able to have so many things going on but also able to finish everything. And I'm also super, super organized. I organize everything online and I, I work with a calendar each and every single hour of my day is filled into a calendar. So that helps. And I get eight hours of sleep. So yeah. <laughs> wow, you still managed to get eight hours of sleep. Okay, I think, I, think I, I wanna get into that in a second, but... Um... Yeah, I, I, uh, especially taking into consideration that you sort of have so many things. How did you how did you single out technology as the field that you sort of want to pursue your career in? Okay, well, 
you know that I had a background in business administration and yeah. for quite a while I was a secretary and I also did a lot of client services and with that also some business admin and I got to work with a lot of people yeah and then, you know for 10 years working with people and you're in client services yeah. you get to see each side of a person and the dimension and that's when I realized I just want to work with systems and I just want to work with young children. Oh. And that is why I decided, okay, let's just go into IT where I can create and then child online protection because I really, really want to make this world a safe one for my future children. So yeah, that is why I transitioned from the business into yeah. the IT world. Wow. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, so I remember there was this once where I sort of uh, heard you talking on, I think it was one of the panel shows. I can't really remember what it was, but I was hearing the audio and I thought it was, I thought it was a reported from sort of like BBC or something, to be honest. And then I saw the video and I was like, oh, this is the, this is the lady from, I mean, it's the girl from our science class, you know, and it's, I think it's your your way of presentation. It sort of shows that you spend a lot of time in public in public speaking. So I just want to know how did you sort of um, what made you go into public speaking, or how did you sort of perfect that uh, skill of public speaking as well? Well, I I was always a shy kid, actually, to be honest. And then one day, one of my high school teachers actually said, "Okay." You know, you're, you're very shy. So for this week's presentation week, you can talk about anything and anything and everything you want to talk about. And I think in high school, I was into vampires. So I decided, okay, I'm going to do a whole presentation on Count Dracula. Ooh. And I even got like the vampire teeth. And, you know, I, I didn't realize that I was funny too because I started making jokes and being all, you know, coming up with an accent and everything and everybody loved it. And that's yeah. when I realized, oh, you know, I am an entertainer and I am able to captivate my audience. And that is why I decided, okay, I think I'll just go for it and, and just be confident when it comes to public speaking. And it takes a lot of work. I do a lot of prep work. Yeah. People might think, okay, you know, like, ah, oh, she's so confident. She's got it all figured out. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> Before <laughs> any presentation, I, I do my prep work. I have my script and I make sure to practice in front of the mirror. But yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, people think I have it figured out, but I don't. It's all rehearsed basically yeah so it's it's strange it's strange that you mentioned you were sort of a shy kid i think it's it's a bit it's a bit difficult to sort of um you know pick that up from the onset if someone sort of meets you for the first time but i think i saw this um i don't know if it's a quote from someone that said usually the thing that scares you is sort of where you have to you know, it's sort of, a, so usually fear is sort of like a compass to where we actually have to go, you know, and if you probably did not, you know, face that fear of public speaking, you probably wouldn't um, realize how far you could go in that, in that specific space, you know, so it was really, it was really, it was really relatable when you sort of mentioned that, 
So just wanted to bring that up. Um, yeah, um, I just want to find out how do you how do you you said you have calendars, you have all that. How, could you give us a process you use to sort of um, you know to sort of organize all these things that you're doing and still manage to produce, I mean, excel and produce as much results as you can, plus and manage to get like eight hours of sleep. <laughs> yeah, so um, what I do is, okay, my week doesn't start on a Monday. It starts on a Sunday. On a Sunday. And every Sunday, yes, <laughs> on a Sunday. So yeah. every Sunday, around about seven o'clock, I will sit. And I will map out what I think would be happening for the for the next week. Of course, I am I'm, I'm learning to be a little bit more flexible to go with the flow. However, I like structure in my life. So I know on a Monday, I can sit down and and write my thesis and, you know, do some research. And then on a Tuesday, I tutor. So I know that for a certain hour, things are very busy. And then, so everything that is routine, I put it on the calendar and then I know exactly where I can slot people in when it comes to my schedule. And all of this I do on Google Calendar. And also I have my to-do list on an application called Notion. Mm. I, I plan everything there from my content work to my academics. I even managed to study on there, you know, because it's oh, so really? easily okay. embedded. You can, yeah. You what can is that? That's, you said it's Notion? Notion, yeah. Notion. You can just check it. it out. N-O-T-I-O-N, Notion. Notion. So, yeah, Notion has been the <laughs> my new secretary in a way. <laughs> Your so, new yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Notion is my new PA. <laughs> my to-do list is on there. And, and it's that satisfaction of crossing off something from your to-do list. So I think I'm addicted to that. That's why it has really improved on how I manage to manage my life <laughs> and still get eight hours of sleep. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, you mentioned crossing things off your to-do list. I think that's one of the things I sort of got um addicted with you know so it's sort of you know if usually if you go if you go into your day without sort of a plan it feels it feels overwhelming it feels confusing and you can't really track um the progress that you sort of did because you didn't have any any sort of benchmark or any sort of um, plan for the day so I usually have sort of like a notebook that I work around with and so I give myself like five tasks that I have to sort of take throughout the day and I don't have to do anything else if I manage to do those five tasks. And that that repetition of sort of ticking things off, you know, it can get quite addictive because it's sort of a good productivity tip. And it's, yeah, it's funny you mentioned yeah, it. So. <laughs> it yeah. really is, you know, and also I like when you said you only have five things on your to-do list. Yeah. Because once you start having more than that, it just becomes too much. It and gets that's crazy. Get, yeah. 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 That's when you decide, no, I don't want this anymore. Close the notepad and I'm just going to watch Netflix. And that's <laughs> what you want to not do. Because I think 2020 was 
gave us permission to just Netflix and mm, not like do too anything. much permission. <laughs> like, yeah. So unhealthy now. <laughs> yeah, and with with 2021, I guess I also focused on being intentional with everything that I do. Mm. Even my rest days are intentional, where I have to tell myself, okay, today is a rest day. I have scheduled in self care. So I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to accept anything because today is just meant for me. And the same with productive days is I'm very intentional about it. And I said, okay, today I'm going to write 10 pages. Okay, I don't, but okay. <laughs> I write about <laughs> three pages of my pieces. Right sizes. Yeah. And I yeah. guess that's where my whole podcast came in is like, you know, I've, I've always had this thing where I want to live intentionally. So live intentionally every day. And, and that is, and that is the greatest part of, of life is when you do things intentionally. Nice. I was going to ask you about that. So you, you, your podcast name is Live Intentionally with Lady Marcella, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. yeah, what what made you start that podcast? What was the inspiration behind it? Um, I actually started with the blog about 10 years ago or 11 years ago. Mm. And it started as a fashion blog. I, I was really into clothes, very materialistic. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then as you grew and evolved as a human being, that's when you realize, okay, materialistic things is not always the one thing that will make you happy. Mm-hmm. And then I also, I also grew spiritually and, you know, having gone through heartbreaks and disappointment, yeah. you would realize, okay, you do want to get closer to God or yeah. the universe or whatever you believe. And you start to devote yourself little by little and then it it all transitioned into this thing of Lady Marcella, who who wants to talk about inspiration, about positive mindset, who wants to inspire others. Yeah. And then from there, it transitioned into okay, I want to live intentionally each and every day, and I want to share that with people around me. And that is how Live Intentionally with Lady Marcella came into fruition. Nice. Nice. I think I think usually a gauge that I use to sort of um, measure how far you've grown. So people that usually, you know, get more spiritual and sort of focus on their well-being, you know, usually resolve to, you know, helping others, you know, and that, that just sort of shows that you sort of elevated yourself in your personal growth, you know, so it's no more about yourself, but it's sort of like what can I do with what I have to sort of, you know, um, you know, help others as well. Yeah, and that's really, it's really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. and a, a lot of the people that I surround myself with, we all have that mindset of, I'm not just doing it for me, I'm doing it for my community. Yeah. And it wasn't actually about doing the blog or the blog or the podcast for followers or to gain a following it was more of even if I help one person in this world I will be so happy and grateful that I could inspire someone with my show 
Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's nice. Uh, well, I think you sort of probably addressed it already, but um, yeah, I think you addressed it, but I wanted to ask you, how do you sort of balance out your work life and sort of make time for, you know, stuff like friends, family, because usually, especially when you have so much to do, it's sort of easy to get um, engulfed in that mindset, you know, that you forget about, you know, you forget about yourself, you forget about your friends, your family. How do you balance the work life with sort of uh, an other life? Um, with me, it's, it's that thing of I show up when I need to. So when it's when someone's birthday, I, rem- I make sure to show up. And if it's a big event, I show up and I will take a chunk of from my schedule. So I'll work harder. I'll I'll sleep less on another day if it means I have to show up for someone because they are important and dear to my heart. So, yeah, besides being organized, it's also that intention of I will show up for you because I love you so much. So I will be there when you need me showing up yeah yeah i guess that's how i balance everything you know it's being intentional and showing up when i need to for any event that's on the calendar (laughs) (laughs) that's nice no but uh, yeah i feel like you sort of became a um organized guru right but if it's for example it's it's really hard to sort of get to a system that sort of fits you to organize um, sort of organize your schedule, especially for me, I sort of noticed that when I, whenever I try to organize my schedule and, and I put dates, you know, for example, I, I say from one o'clock to, to, to whatever time I should do this from this to that, I usually don't get to doing it, you know, because it feels, it feels constrained. It feels like you don't have freedom and you're sort of closing yourself up. So for me, what works is if I, if I just put this simple task that I have to do in the day. It doesn't matter what time I do it, but as long as I finish them, you know, and that that that, that system sort of works for me. But how do you get to choose a system that um, is easier and that suits you, you know, especially to stay productive? Um, I think with me, it it all comes from knowing who I am in terms of, personality and who I am and all of that I know it's a bit much right I really want to get to know myself (laughs) so I took a lot of tests like uh, personality tests astrology Mm -hmm. tests human design tests and uh, they picture me as you know somebody who loves structure so that is why I think I'm able to say all right from this hour to that hour I'm just going to do life admin from this hour to that hour, I'm just going to do this to a point where I have an alarm for lunch. So yeah. like you said, you have five things that you need to do, but you will do them when you get to them. Yeah. So that's probably because yeah. your personality type or your human design type is much different to mine. Yeah. So I'm, I'm what they call a projector. So I, I need to save all my energy and I need to not make too many decisions at the spot so I I need to do it in advance so that I don't have decision fatigue so that is why I like my structure 
and I like my to-do list and I like to know when I'm going to do what, while someone like you, you could be a different type of personality and that's why you you like the more relaxed approach yeah. where you when you get to it and as long as you feel accomplished. So yeah. it's not kind of like one size fits all. So getting to know yourself and how you were made inside and out will really be able to determine what is your organization style or even your personality style on yeah. how you communicate with others. So yeah, it, it took a lot of learning about myself in order to, to get things done, to be able to know what suits me and what doesn't suit me. Trust me, if you asked me this question five years ago, I wouldn't be able to answer it because Marcy didn't know who she was back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it's so relatable. So, yeah. yeah, still trying to figure it out. But once you take that step in actually getting to know yourself, that's when you realize, okay, you give yourself grace. Like, okay, I'm not an organized person, let's say. So it's okay if I don't have a calendar as long as I know what I need to do that day. Yeah. Or I have a friend who, you know, she's very dependable, but she doesn't like pressure. So someone like her would have a calendar, but she'll be like, oh yeah, I need to do that. So, all right, let me, let me get to the easy stuff first and then the difficult stuff because that's just how she is wonderfully made, you know? And I have another friend who, who is just as organized as I am, but even more, he, he loves color coordination. Mm. I, I don't have time for that. I like but that, that is what she helps me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he has color for every subject that he's doing. And yeah. he's wonderfully made like that. So I we I can't force him to be like, oh, you need to get on this Google calendar, darling. You know, he won't because that's just not who he is. He likes paper. He likes a, a notebook and a calendar and paper form. And then I'm more you know, digital because of my IT background and all of that. Yeah. So yeah, if you know who you are, that's when when you start to to plan out what you need to do for yourself that is catered to you and you alone. Wow. That was so nice. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I usually say it's like having any type of pro any type of system or any type of way that you sort of manage yourself. It's better than having nothing at all, you know. So it's it's not exactly of how you do it, but if you at least have a system that, that you continuously use, you know, it's better than simply just, um, you know, simply just diving into the day aimlessly like that, you know. So that was, yeah, that's really, it's really, it's really important to take note of. Um, yeah. So a bit about the tech career. So what what should one expect? if they were sort of to venture into the space that you've ventured into now? You know, what are the daily tasks, for example, at work, or um, what does it focus on exactly? Well, when it comes to IT, um, I started with informatics, right? And, um, and then I transitioned into digital forensics and now HCI. Yeah. So I do have a digital design boutique, um, which has a lot of the informatics things, you know, processes and design. Yeah. So 
to all to anyone who is doing informatics right now just know that that's the best part of it because you don't need to work for somebody you're actually the person who creates the processes for all the software engineers network engineers exactly yeah and then so for me it's like every morning when i get up i make sure that my emails are all you know replied to in case there's a quote in case i need to do some brainstorming with a client on a logo or anything that they want so yeah early in the mornings i'm busy with my business and i make sure that i speak to my business partner to make sure that there's transparency in our business and then from there once i'm done with that that's when i start working on my research which is kind of like my a project that's close to my heart which has to do a lot with child online protection and yeah i do a lot of research and i'm busy you know developing new new things that that will aid in child online protection and usually this is where i do presentations and talks at school things like that stuff that's like kind of pro bono but yeah. it's something that give back to my community nice. yeah and then at night i do a lot of bulk work that has to do with my blog and my vlog and all of that so yeah that's that's how i schedule my day from being an entrepreneur to a hci <laughs> developer yeah pretty in back to my to my spiritual projects which is yeah. now the blog and the vlog yeah yeah i hope uh, i answered you yeah you definitely did. yeah Uh, can you tell us a bit more about your digital design? You said you have a digital design market, right? Yeah, digital yeah. design boutique. It's boutique. called uh, yeah. yeah. So it's called Marbella Creative Concepts, mm. and we started this in 2020 when you know things got a bit difficult with working. Yeah, and then we decided, okay, you know what, you my friend she's an entrepreneur and she's very very well connected yeah me you know my background with people it's like okay you do the talking i do the working <laughs> nice nice so combination yeah it is it's such a perfect match because she loves to do the networking and you know figuring out concepts with the clients and I just want to sit back and get the instructions and do the designs. Yeah. But it's not it's not just like a graphic design company like what most people have. So what we do is we work mainly with solopreneurs and mm. life coaches and nutrition coaches, things like that. So people who are starting their business from scratch, that's who we love to work with because what we do is we don't just design a logo We yeah. also help these small companies have a brand that can brand. grow with us. Yeah. So we help with a lot of branding and you know setting up websites and to a point where we also help them with webinars. So if they want to sell online to a global market, we have got that covered for them from presentations to setting up the the applications and everything for them. Sometimes we even also we're also the technician behind their webinars who will let people in and answer questions things like that. 
So it's not just your typical graphic design house. Yeah. We are a digital design boutique that that takes care of our clients from scratch to when their businesses grow and hopefully they stay with us forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I think that's like something a lot of people want to like sort of do. I'm probably going to put the link to your website in the description. You know, if people want to check that out. Oh, thank That'd you. That'd be really no. nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah wow that was that was so nice talking with you um do you have sort of a conclusion that you would want people to sort of know um or maybe what would you tell yourself if you like the young Masi, you know years back that you know now um that you wish you, you would have known back then wow i think it's Okay, what, what will I tell young Marcy? I think I'll tell her that you can have it all if you yeah. just put your mind to it. Yeah. Because really, everything that I do when an opportunity pops up, it's not about, oh, it's an opportunity and it's mine and you know I'm entitled to it. No, it's more of I'm deserving of this opportunity and what you need to do is take an aligned action to anything that you are presented with if you know it is right for you. So that's what I want to tell her. Take aligned actions and shoot your shot. I mean, everything that I've ever done successfully is because I wasn't ready, but I shoot my shot anyways. Shoot your shot. <laughs> shoot my shot because yeah. that's when things just align for you is when you just take that aligned action so yeah whatever you do shoot your shot take shoot that your aligned shot. <laughs> yeah I, I like that you said deserving you know because so many times I noticed that especially younger me I would sit and like want things you know but if you think of it you know why should you have those things if you haven't sort of put in the work to have them so deserving things rather than simply wanting things I think that's one thing that is really important especially in acquiring the things you want you know so if you don't align yourself if you don't shoot your shot you know it's not things I'm simply not just going to fall on your lap you know you sort of have to chase things you know instead of waiting for things to sort of happen right uh, yeah yeah and also the one thing with that is also that you are worthy, you are deserving, and you are worthy of it. Because so yeah. many times when an opportunity arises, there's that part of me that's like, oh my gosh, I have imposter syndrome. Am I mm. even good enough to do True. this? And, yeah. and that's when I have to, to tell myself and I have to quiet my mind and say, you are worthy of this. You are worthy of being a published author. You are worthy of, you know, anything that your heart desires and you are deserving of those things too. Oh, so yeah, take your shot, aligned action. You are deserving and you are worthy of it. That's what I would tell myself and what I would tell to all the little boys and girls out there. Oh, thanks. Wow, that was nice. Um, yeah, I think we came to the end of it. I'm not sure there was one thing I wanted to ask, but sort of not. 
it was funny at first. Uh, I just can't remember it now. Um, yeah, a friend usually asks me, if you had a superpower, what would it be? <laughs> superpower, oh my gosh. It's too cheesy, but yeah. Oh gosh, all right. <laughs> When I was when I was studying for my informatics, um, I wished my superpowers were to read my lecturer's mind, so that when when they're walking up and down the hall and checking your answers, they'll be like, "Oh, you're not on the right track." So that's what I wanted to know. <laughs> I want to read your mind, sir. So if I know I'm answering my questions, in the, no, like, but that's. That superpower just works like in, in a, like in a school setting. What if you get out of the school and stuff? At least I'm able to read other people's out of, minds. Like oh, other people's minds. Yeah. That's that's yeah, that, like that can get ugly really quick. You know, there's some things you just don't have to know. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. I think about it. Wow, yeah, that's that's quite dangerous. Uh, All right, I think maybe a uh, quantum jump into another country. That, that's great. exactly yeah. that's exactly mine. That's exactly I, I usually say that. That's exactly mine. You know, just to sort of teleport yourself wherever you want to, right? That's yeah. that's yeah. That's 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 my. Support. I want to ask you then: Where would you like to teleport to? Um, where would I like to teleport to? Like a country. Anywhere, anywhere, anywhere in the world or in the mm. universe, or where would you want to go? Um, okay, let's sort of think this through. Uh, do I just have like one this one destination? Okay, top three destination. Top three destination. I would want to go to to Canada because it's cold and I okay. it's weird. I freeze a lot, but I sort of like the cold. So I'd want to go there. <laughs> That's quite peculiar, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would want to go to um, sort of like an island, any type of island. Just the scenery is just so um, intoxicating. And I would also want to go to, to the moon. Yeah, if I could breathe on the moon and sort of come back. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> the moon. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and then you look around, you see the planets, the stars, you know, it can be mesmerizing. Yeah, that yeah. can be mesmerizing. <laughs> okay, that was, that was it for this episode. And uh, yeah, hope to catch you soon later, Marcy. <laughs> All right, thanks Nathan for the invite. And I'm really having a great time and thank you so much. Yeah, thanks. It was really nice. It's nice having you here. Thank you. Bye.